cucaracha, la cucaracha ya no puede caminar porque no tiene, porque le falta marihuana que fumar. Una cucaracha pinta, le dice una colorada, vámonos para Chihuahua a pasar la temporada. Una cucaracha pinta, le dice una colorada, vámonos para Chihuahua a pasar la temporada. Esta hora es famosa, muy plentistinco borracho. La cucaracha, la cucaracha, doesn't want to travel far. ¿Por qué no tienes? ¿Por qué no falta? Cigarritos or cigar. Señoritas de Las Vegas, almost awful tall and skinny. I'd rather have an enchilada or better yet a hot dog weenie. If I had some more tequila or another más cerveza. As long as I have a breath of life in my body, I shall continue in that spirit. We should be speaking English. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, we're live from the United States, our coast-to-coast live studios outside of Los Angeles, California. And now, also in Monterrey, Mexico, where Amanda has traveled to yesterday and be spending some time there before returning back to uh, the land of which she came from, which was, uh, where is that again? BK, somewhere just Shire, Hamp, Shire, Hampton, Hampton Inn? I don't know. Somewhere over there, BK. We'll, uh, we'll ask her. I, I can't pronounce the town. She's told me several times. I don't know how to don't know. doing over 350 episodes, but I can't pronounce the town where she does the show from over there in UK. But anyway, we'll get to that. But uh, Amanda is now in Mexico and will be there for a while and we'll be doing the show, folks, from Mexico, Monterey, Mexico, and from Hollywood. Heck, a whole lot closer than we have been uh, prior, and uh, she's only two hours ahead of us here now, as opposed to eight hours. That also means that I think effective next week, Monday, we're going to be moving the show to an evening time slot, and the reason why we're doing that is the platform that we utilize to present this program, which is uh, called Block Talk Radio, and uh, it's a, it, there's hundreds, I don't know, maybe thousands, of really good, you know, really good shows on Block Talk. It's uh, internet streaming radio, and um, programs, aside from ours, maybe not as good as ours, but no. <laughs> anyway, um, that's on Block Talk. Anyway, the listenership, uh, as I guess we for many uh, even terrestrial type of stations, I don't know, is, is a little bit better in the evening than day parts. So uh, in terms of our live audience, we figured maybe we would uh, try doing the show as we did early on when we first started the program a year and a half ago by presenting it in the evening hours uh, in North America and obviously in Mexico as well, which would put it back into the wee hours for those of you listening in the South country of the United Kingdom. Those folks will be uh, hearing our show at the very, well, I think it's 2, 3 o'clock in the morning there. That's how we did it early on. We used to do the show five days a week. I can't, can't believe we did it, but we did. Five days a week, an hour, sometimes an hour and a half, two hours, and the prep and to you know, just see, I guess you can call it comical type of audio clips that we have a lot of fun with and, and put the show together and, and post-show and get the, you know, the, Recorded after the show, we we, we queue and compress it, add a couple of things every once in a while, and put it out again for the podcast. Even though we do show as a radio show, not as a podcast, 
Um, it does go out as a podcast, and I must say that most of our listeners hear the Andy Amanda Show uh, on podcast versus the live uh, Block Talk Radio presentation, which we want to try to do something about, but we'll get to that. Amanda's setting up there in Mexico. I'm here uh, in this beautiful, gorgeous day um, in uh, Southern California. It's been a little great moving here uh, as a recent uh, off and on. So such a beautiful, beautiful day. This typical California weather here we're experiencing now. It's lovely to remember. Speaking of weather, the second storm in less than a week is setting up across the country right now. 21 states are gearing up for a blast of winter precipitation and dangerously cold temperatures. More than 90 million people, 90 million people, are under a winter weather alert. That alert stretches from the Rocky Mountains to New England, over 2,000 miles, folks. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. I look outside, was it 70-some degrees out here? I'm from the East Coast. Uh, so I remember those days. I remember those days. Amanda has just joined us. Hey, uh, Amanda. Hello, can you uh, hear me? How are you can doing? you hear me? Can you hear me? I do hear you. Oh, I hear you. First how are you doing? We have, we have connection. Yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you, sweetheart. How about you? I'm doing great. So I, I had a whole introduction on your behalf prepared for the show, and I'm thinking, I think you didn't hear it. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm just so blessed by that. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I can listen back um, to the show, right? I'll be like, ooh, what's this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, how you doing, Mr. Gimbal? All good? How was your, I'm doing great, man. How was, your, how was your trip from the UK to Mexico? It was so smooth and perfect. There are no complaints. Everybody was so friendly and helpful and I'm because I'm not a frequent flyer I haven't flown mm-hmm. since the early um I think actually about 2013 or maybe 2011 I can't remember which one it is so mm-hmm. yeah since then so of course going to the airport and everything I was like oh make sure I get to the right place get to the right gate and all that Do kind you, of is thing there, is there transportation from where you were in Shire My sister was good enough to take me to the airport, which was very beautiful. That's two hours away for her, right? About? Yeah, actually, yeah. She made it in record time. We allowed for London traffic, okay, because London Mm -hmm. is chaotic at the best of times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we got there in good time. So I was actually there about, I want to say, 15 minutes early, which was pretty cool because I had to go and have Mm -hmm. my COVID test. Mm-hmm. Before oh, you know, yeah. I could check in. Yeah, because so I would have checked airport, in online. At, at the airport, you'd have a COVID test. Yeah, that's right. I would have checked in online, but of course they won't let you mm-hmm. check in unless you have this COVID test. Because I was stopping in the US, and the US require the COVID test. So I was like, okay, so I got to do everything when I get there. That's pretty cool. So that was smooth. Mm-hmm. They let me in early to have the COVID test, and then I went and sat down for a little while waiting for the results, and then checked in, and then yeah, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> and Mexico is beautiful, absolutely beautiful, and the people here are gorgeous. What is what is Monterey like? What is what is what is, what's the city well, like? There? I have not had the opportunity to explore thoroughly yet, um, but I mm-hmm. shall be doing that. Um, for what I've seen, it's it's gorgeous, and everyone is so lovely. So uh, mm. yeah, big mm. smiles from Amanda Love. And how is our friend um, Bella doing? How's she doing? 
Oh, Bella Asbuck. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> Not Asbuck. Oh, yes, yeah, she's doing great. Bella is doing absolutely wonderful. She's been such an amazing support. Absolutely amazing. And she's helped me set up today to get ready for the show. I was nervous because um, I was trying to get things working on the on the laptop. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's all good. All hey, good. So that's cool that you had to do a, a COVID test at the airport when you got on the test. It was negative. Was, uh, it was negative. Yeah, good. good. Yes, it, yes, it was. Good. <laughs> 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 I know yeah, our, our coordinator, Cornell, we thought that he was positive. He got a shot, got a positive test afterwards, but it ended up being negative. Yeah. So I'm glad that Cornell was, was negative. I had him rushed off to quarantine. As soon as he called me, he says, I'm positive. I said, get quarantine right away. You know? Yeah. Uh, what they are supposed to do, and, uh, and then he called me the next day to say that he was uh, negative. Of course, I thought the folks was the person who introduced the man did I guess we, none of us have ever met. The show's been going on now for a long time, man. You know, we started the show, actually, the Coast to Coast show started in April 2020. Here we are in uh, February? It is February. Uh, yes, we are in February. God, on the... 2022. It'll be come April, which happens, you know, a couple of months away. We'll be doing the show for two years. Two years. Mm. Holy mm. smokes! You know, nothing. I'm losing track of days. Yeah, go. It's incredible. We met. We didn't. We only met a couple of months or so after the show began because you you, you joined this in, in June or July when we came to the end of show. Right around there, um, your coast to coast took on a, a worldwide presence by having uh, you so delightfully join this show as co-host. That was such a wonderful. And here we are. Here we are, you know. I know the madness of it all. I just, uh, you know, sometimes it still feels very surreal to me to actually be doing this with you, because you know, one day Cornell hits me up because as our listeners probably are aware, not our new listeners, but um, Cornell and I have been friends for many, many, many years. And yeah, when he approached me, yeah. Yeah, 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 he approached me about doing the design for the show, and I was like, yeah. And then he's like, yeah, come on the show. The boys want to say hey. I was like, okay. And the next thing I know, I'm working next to you, Mr. Gimble. <laughs> Unbelievable. And we've never met. None of it, and even though you no, were up away way back many, many years, you've never met either. No. <laughs> I've only just hey, met I myself. Had an idea. I, had a, I had a really cool idea. What's that? Right. I just wanted this. It's just before the show began. Yeah. You, because well, you're you're going to be there for a while in, there in Mexico, which is cool. I am. Yeah. And it might even be maybe I can even come down there and we'll see and see that other. But aside from that, I'll, I'll, if I don't, you you change planes in Dallas to go back to to to, to go to Mexico rather, right? So I'm thinking on the way back, there are so many flights from where you are that change planes in LA in Los Angeles. I'm thinking when whenever the time comes when you're headed back to the UK. That you stop yeah. here first, and I take you around to California. You know, so, you know, we'd actually meet. You know, if not before, if not before that, and we, you know, maybe we could do that. But if not before that, then you would come um, to LA, and maybe we could even do the show literally together, physically together. <laughs> Doing a show from LA. Wow. Yeah, that would like be that. something. That would be like, something. Like, like that. <laughs> uh, I want to think about it. Andy, sweetheart, are you mm-hmm. on your normal mic? Yeah. Do I not sound it? You sound... I don't know if it's my connection or whether... I don't know. It sounds like uh, you're on something. <laughs> Uh-oh. I mean, is it far away? Is it, is it, is it, is it a... Uh, 
I guess she sounds like you're in a closet. Um, anyway, um, before you uh, just came on, yeah, we've this incredible, incredible winter storm that is going to occupy 21 states from like the Midwest through to England. 2,000 miles, millions of people will be affected. Um, governors have already uh, shit in their pants. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thousands of flights have been canceled from Chicago to Denver. You know? Yeah, um, you know, yeah. There, there's, in, in, uh, in Chicago, you know, central you know, in the Midwest, five to ten inches of snow expected there. Um, the governor of Illinois, J.B. Uh, Pfizer. Yeah. Not Pfizer. That's the, that's the vaccine. Yeah, okay. Prince Pfizer. Something else. Anyway, the governor of Illinois. Prince Yeah. Prince Pfizer. You know my name is Anyway, I forget his name. But anyway, something like that. I'll just call him Pfizer. Has a disaster. I mean, excuse me. He issued a disaster proclamation. I think there's more going on. Let me start this again. The governor of Illinois. Yes. Issued a proclamation of disaster and activated a hundred National Guard members. And and they're telling everybody who's in the Midwest, in Illinois, in the affected areas, everybody stay home, don't go out on the road. I hate to hear about these accidents and people get killed and so forth by doing stupid things. Eventually, moving their vehicles to higher ground, going between people ground, people get killed, people get skid, ice, snow, ground. Get hurt or injured or worse. Stay home. Stay home. Nothing mess with folks. Nothing. Yeah. You know, Den- Denver, all schools in Denver, Colorado, in Denver, you know, mountain skiing, snow, whatever. They're all closed today. In Missouri, the, the governor there issued a state of emergency in Missouri. Wow. So this is really, you know, and even even if you look further to the south, an ice storm warning has been issued from Memphis to Louisville, south. And, and wow. by, by tomorrow morning, which is Thursday, the ice could be as thick as a half an inch. No way! Which, I know what happens when you get that buildup of ice, it sends trees toppling yeah. over. Sometimes the power lines, sometimes off the cars. I've known stories. I know somebody else in the neighborhood back east was killed. They're sitting in a parked car on the side of the street. That tree came down, killed them from the car. Wow. And, uh, yeah, buildup of ice. Because even if you don't, in the south, you might get freezing rain as opposed to snow. And then ice yeah. collects off the trees, weighs them down, topples over the power lines, power lines break, power lines go up the street, they remain full of current and charge. People walk onto the street, the puddle of water is out, they're done. So this, this, there's, you got to be really careful, folks. And, and we're, you know, Amanda's now in Mexico. I'm here in Southern California. We're in those blue skies at 70, whatever degrees. But uh, I know it's like, you know, I, I, from my career as a pilot and also from living back east, uh, weather's nothing to mess with. Well, there's nothing in this around. It looks cool. Wow, it's venture out, all neat stuff. And, and you know, of course, the kids go out back and make snowmen, wherever. That's cool. But, uh, but don't venture yeah. out. Wait. This, this is one hell of a storm, folks. There's nothing you mess with. All right? So, wow. I just want to advocate as much as we can here from this platform that you don't mess. All right? Stay home. Stay home. Schools are closed. Businesses are closed. All for reasons for your safety. Okay? So. 
That's that's crazy. You know, actually, when I because I've obviously never been to the states before, okay. So when I was flying over on the plane, I was mesmerised the moment we hit land, and I'm looking down, and for literally and the three hours, I was just seeing white from the snow and the ice. And I was like, wow, you know, that's like a huge part that's covered. Considering the the, the plane was going like 565 miles an hour, and we're, for three hours, I'm seeing white. It was just that blew my mind. Blew my mind. Yeah, it's, you know, um, I hope that you're able to travel around Mexico somewhat one day, to go to Mexico City, some go ruins, uh, maybe go to a resort down there. I don't know if you go down to uh, Cancun or something like that. I have never been, quite honestly. I've flown over it, but I've, I've never never actually visited for any length of time at all in my life. And uh, okay. I, I know people who have, who go down regularly to Cancun and to there's some of the other resort areas, and uh, I know some folks in the boat biz down in Mexico that are, that are, that are just saying, you got to come here, you got to get here. Well, I'm a water, I'm a beach and water person. I, I, that's, you know, give me some You're a beach time. person. I, I'm good. I am a beach bump. I am a beach bump. And, uh, oh, and I, okay. I, and Mex- oh, man, big time, big time. And uh, the, uh, I heard that the, the coastal areas of Mexico are, uh, uh, many areas anyway, are, are supposedly very gorgeous and but it would be at the right time. It would be so cool to be able to, to take some road trips and side trips and explore to Mexico, see all yeah. that has to offer. And yeah. I know we have, by the way, we have a, an audience in Mexico that's like the Belgus doing, I'm not sure, but thank you if it is. Uh, but we do have an audience in Mexico uh, that is ranked, I think, this is the top five of the 22 countries that we're in. And, top uh, five? Those, yeah. And for those of you listening in Mexico, either hearing us live on the podcast, uh, Candice, Candice, and you're in the woods right now, so uh, you know, Candice, Candice show is live now from Hollywood and Mexico. <laughs> 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 I know, it's surreal. It's actually surreal to be doing this you know, show for me, i got to be honest. Yeah! I mean, you're yeah. used to traveling around and, and doing a show yeah. on the road, and I'm just like, yeah. I think the only time I, I connected elsewhere was when I went on holiday, I think, was it last year, Andy? It must have been last year I went away. Yeah. Down south of the UK, and I took my um, computer with me. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You spoke to my family. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good time. So, yeah, it's very surreal to be doing it from literally another country. That is just other side of the world for me. So, yeah, blessing to be here and experiencing this. I, for sure. I love traveling, and once I travel, I really do it. I got it to tell you. Quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I it is love. I love. But there's no words that can describe how much I love living in Southern California, being from the Philadelphia area. I, I just love it here. And uh, it's not just, oh, the weather. I also lived in Florida early on, a few years ago. I lived in Florida. Yeah, I enjoyed the, the beach and the weather and go up a lot there, too. Um, but there's something about the atmosphere and the environment of Southern California. Um, Wow. Uh, I, I guess also you can travel, and there's traffic, a lot of people, blah, blah, blah. You know, you, after a while you get custom, you know, it, it is what it is, and you plan accordingly, or sometimes if you can, you can travel and you know it won't be as busy. And sometimes yeah. it just is busy, and it can take you, you know, 40 minutes to go seven miles, you know, and, and it's just not, and whatever. And, and the thing is, that's okay. It is what it is. That's what, that's what it is here. And yeah. And that's what it is. Oh, wow. Say, okay. All right. That's, that's what it is. And, all right, thank you. All right. Believe me, there's a lot more problems in the world. 
Yeah. Right. So plan your life a little bit, and and okay. And if you're going to be I late, know. let them know, and you're stuck in traffic, and that probably happens all the time here in this town. Uh, I'm going to be late. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, but I love living here, and I hate the thought of leaving here. Uh, and uh, every time I plan a trip, you know, I was playing music before COVID, and even traveling back east to visit and so forth. Um, uh, I was not looking forward to leaving. Once, I, once I'm out, I'm traveling, and, you know, I'm cool, but I often can't wait. And once I land back in Southern California, I'm like, yeah. You, you can right. travel. You can take a compass. You know, like a you know, boat or whatever, a compass, and go, let's say, a radius of 50 to 100 yeah. miles. I don't know. Yeah. North, south, and west will put you out the ocean. But north, south, and east. Um, and travel and see the most incredible we visit little towns, hike in the mountains, see beautiful cliffs and beaches and seals and waves and, you know, explore. And all, all little towns around here, some of the little towns have little suburban towns that are outside of those towns that have cafes and places where people meet and hang out and with clubs and music venues and big places, small places. People of such diversity, wherever you look in California, it, it's incredible. It's just a wonderful, wonderful place to experience if you haven't been here to travel and see it, uh, especially if you live here. I can't, sometimes when I travel within California, I scratch my head and say, I can't believe I live here. I should go to work for the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think if I had unlimited funds, I would be one of those people that would, you know, I love globes. You know, I think they're, they're fascinating. I would love to own like an antique globe. And mm-hmm. if I had the money, unlimited resources, I would go to the globe, spin it around, close my eyes, and then put my finger on it to stop it and say, mm-hmm. okay, where am I going this time? You know, mm-hmm. if we didn't have COVID, of course, as well, because that would make life yeah. easier. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, and say, okay, yeah. let's try and head, head there, you know, and experience that part of the world. I think that would be a lot of fun to do. It would. Well, how long a flight was it from, how was the flight from, the, oh, first of all, what do you think of Dallas Airport? It's what worked. Dallas Airport was pretty cool, actually. I mean, considering, you know, I didn't actually see Dallas, the airport itself yeah. was uh, pretty cool. And the, um, what do they call it, like uh, the fast train or shuttle or something, I forgot yeah, what yeah. they call it, Sky, Skyline something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was so fast. I was like, I felt like I was on a roller coaster. But I got to admit, cool. yeah, taking off from Heathrow to come to to Dallas, I got so excited the moment that we stopped on that runway getting ready to fly because I get like a big kid. You feel those engines yeah, yeah. kicking in. Yeah. You start to go down that yeah. runway. And you just know you're going to be lifting off the ground and then it's just like, oh my God, I love it. It's and you had a, you had a window ever. seat too, right? You had a, you had a window seat. You're you know, down. I was surprised. My, my universe was so sweet to me because mm-hmm. I was meant to be in the middle aisle, okay, right in the wow. back. Not well, not mm-hmm. right at the back, but near the back. And mm-hmm. um, the hostess came up to me. Is it hostess? No, what attendant. do you call them? Flight attendant, flight yeah. <laughs> she came up to me and said, oh, would you like more leg room in a window seat? I'm like, hell yeah. So, yeah, she, <laughs> she took me to the house. She said, there you go. You got this whole row to yourself. I'm like, wow. wow. Thank you so much. Yeah, so I enjoyed that, really did. You know, did a little video of taking off and being in the sky, just, you know, um, sentimental uh, value. And then, um, yeah, on the other plane going to Monterey as well, they uh, said, would you like a window seat and there's a bit more leg room up there? I was like, yes, just go for it. 
Wow. Yeah, twice. Wow. Seriously. How long flight was it from Dallas to uh, to Monterey? How long ride is that? It's just under two hours to get to Dallas to Monterey, and it was just mm-hmm. over ten hours to get from London to um, to Dallas. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, good yeah. for you. Welcome, welcome to this hemisphere. Thank you. Here. No, no, it's the first time being over this side of the world. Oh, nice. It's very well, worth it. Well, enjoy it. I hope you're able to explore and, and enjoy and see and take it in. And uh, well, welcome, welcome aboard. Welcome uh, to this part of the country, the world, uh, not country, uh, world here. Uh, part of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I am not Mexico. <laughs> no, thank you. No, 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 I mean, uh, <laughs> no, no. So anyway, uh, well, welcome here, and, yeah. and uh, it's, it's very cool. And uh, again, I was telling you, I have to get a few on the show, Chris Fred and Matt, I was telling our audience that uh, we make the effect of Monday, we changing the time slot to uh, just to see if our live numbers increase by doing a show with more people tuning into Block Talk Radio, you know, uh, yeah. a show that would be around 7 o'clock yeah. in the evening in Mexico, about 5 o'clock in the evening, so yeah, somewhere around there. Um, oh, again, that would okay, be the yeah. hours back day. So we talked yeah, about that. We'll see. You know, we'll confirm that on Friday's show. Okay, yeah, because Monterey is two hours ahead of you, right? Yeah. yeah. Is that right? Okay. So, if we did a, so if I did a 5 here in L.A., it would be 7 for you. Seven. It would be, um, be eight for Cornell. Be, and he, uh, also, we'll bring Cornell back on the show because it's, it's difficult for him to get on the show sometimes. Yeah, it'd be good to have him back. So he'd be back. Remember, he was he was with us every show. And we we used to do the, you were you were doing the show at three o'clock in the morning, two or three in the morning every day from the UK back then. Remember? Yes. So we could right right every day. I said, how do you do this? Three in the morning every day. But anyway, um, Cornell was uh, who's our again who introduced us uh, and really put together the Eddie Vander show. Um, he used to join us regularly uh, because he was able to get on in the evenings and uh, that could happen and take care of Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that would be kind of cool. And we'll, uh, again, we'll talk about that on our Wackies and the Weekly Friday show coming up in a couple of days here. Absolutely. Trump. Uh, remember him? Did you say Trump or Trump? <laughs> Uh, Strump. Uh, Strump. Uh, I think I prefer Trump. that. Yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Captain Strump. Oh my God. When, when is this guy? When is this guy not going to be in the news anymore? Uh, All I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes, which is one more than we have, fellas. I need 11,000 votes. Give me a break. <laughs> so, I that. Well, now the former that. president has offered Georgia a gubernatorial hopeful, guys running for governor in the state of, in the country of Georgia. Um, <laughs> um, in the state of Georgia, Vernon Jones, his endorsement in a congressional contest if Jones agrees to exit the GOP primary for governor instead um, work for Congress. Yeah. And, um, this is, again, Trump meddling or attempting to meddle in the 2022 midterm races to help his preferred candidates prevail over his opponents who have refused to embrace his false, idiotic lies about the 2020 election being stolen. 
Oh, so it's going to be really unclear as to how successful Trump will be as he tries to nudge Jones into a different contest. I mean, come on. Come on. After he is... Wow. But, you know, I must say that after his story was first you know, published, gubernatorial uh, candidate uh, Bernard Jones did tweet that he's going to stay in that primary. Right. Okay, so, you know... Because he can't wait to debate Stacey Abrams. I can't wait to see that debate, actually. That's what he tweeted. Right, okay. Be, uh, uh, running unopposed, of course unopposed, in the Democratic yeah. gubernatorial primary. So that's well, kind of a. Uh, here's Trump again. I, I think, oh, also, I don't know if we talked about this enough, because I mean, I suppose our shows have been a little spotty the last few weeks here. Schedules, yeah. Festival things, and which has been kind of fun in a way. We could get a show, you know, it's been kind of. Been kind of better Him 
what we just spent already quite a while we're trying to interfere and, and redo the the, you know, the truth regarding the election in Georgia. Yeah. His company is under criminal indictment in New York. Um, the January 6th, his involvement, his alleged involvement in the January 6th hmm. uh, insurrection in our state. So this guy has more legal issues facing him right now. I can't see how he sleeps in right because he'll go on and he'll say everybody should be arrested, they're all bombed up. And, uh, you know, that's what he does. His, I mean, look, he was campaign for the 2016, you know, calling everybody yeah. names, who disagree with them, firing people who disagree with them. Right? He, uh, and trying, yeah. trying to maintain power in a, in a, a fair, secure election, which he lost, trying to over, overtake our democratic process and keep himself in power as a dictator. Hmm. And he still has yeah. this, this, this fan base. That for some, that like a cult. That's what it is. It's a cult. No matter what, no matter what anybody says, that's what it is. A brainwashed cult of people who somehow see this lying son of a bitch as most disastrous, most dangerous president to ever occupy the White House in our nation's history. People still swear by this guy for some demented reason. And what I think it is, and yeah. I don't mean to offend anybody personally, what he does is he appeals to the lowest common denominator in this country. That's what he tries to do. Right. People who, who now have a reason for being, people whose voices aren't being heard, people who feel anything they say politically, any decision they make politically isn't being heard. Finally, this, come, this guy comes along, and many call him a, for, for, for reasons that can be evidence, a racist. Many of his many of his followers and disciples are racist. Many aren't, but many are. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, you know, if you look at, I can't tell anybody with half a brain to look at his speeches, look at his demeanor, look what he's done in office, and yeah. say, oh, and, and swear by this guy. Yeah. How? how? You, I don't get it. And we've had, we've had callers come on this show. Yeah. Who go on and, and, and distract and, and go on these stories based on lies and conspiracy. And we, we, and we confronted with fact, we confronted with the question of statistics, we're confronted with, you know, it, where 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 is what they're saying coming from? They go on all this tangents. Hunter Biden, da 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 da, and we continue to go Yeah. Our show is Truth Radio. Then we go behind. We try our best, and and we've been corrected, and we will continue to be corrected, and we don't know everything. Obviously, nobody does. We're not journalists. We don't report the news and comment on this. You know, yeah. we, go, we try to go behind the news of the show. We try to get, you know, is we, and then we raise questions. We ask. We ask questions about the headlines, about the news. What's going on? Where does this come from? How is this possible? Is it possible? Where's the source of this? Yeah. We ask questions, analytical thinking, critical thinking. That's what we promote on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, with, with Trump, he's, he's learned how to manipulate the public and use them to his advantage. And I'm sure there'll be many, many people who would disagree with me right now. And I appreciate that. You're welcome to, of course. Mm -hmm. However, Mm -hmm. I just feel the showman that he is, and it's clear that he loves the power. He loves to be up there in front of all those people claiming he knows best. He's got the ultimate role to govern a country is the having the ultimate power. And Trump loves power. He loves to be the highest figure in control, you know, and so it, that's that's always been his style. And even on like when he was on TV, you know, it, it's just 
I feel that he's just manipulated the public. They've, mm-hmm. they've taken to him and it's fueled him. So he gives back what they want to hear and then they give him what he needs to hear and what he needs to feel. So they're kind of fueling each other. And mm-hmm. there's this exchange going on, but it's a powerful exchange because those people are wanting to hear everything that Trump says and Trump is wanting to give it because that's exactly what makes him feel powerful. So, like you said, it's it's kind of a, a dangerous exchange that's caused such a ripple through government and society, the country, and around the world that is, like you said, a little dangerous and um, risky. And, you know, having somebody like that in power is unpredictable. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. You, 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 you know, I was just thinking, if you go back yeah. to the days of alcohol, Yes. Or be it mafia, gangs, or I guess you could take this even outside of, of that. Just you know, picturing, picturing an old or movie depicting life during the prohibition and the gangs and, and Al Capone and the, the mafia and all that, right? And yeah. one of these big, you know, mafia family leaders is going to be, uh, uh, they have a witness, and this guy's going to testify against them and, and has the potential to put this mafia leader, whoever it is, you know, in, in jail for a long time. And then other members of the mafia go to this witness, or somehow get this witness, and say, hey, your mother lives here, your sister lives here, your kids live here, you live here, you know where everybody lives, you know what they do for a living, you know where they drop the kids off from school, you testify, you're done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We know where they all live. <laughs> you know, that could be like in movies. We all see that in movies, TV shows, whatever. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. And also... And also, let's say somebody just in a civil case um, or a criminal case that finds witnesses that could potentially testify against them and say, you know what, if you don't testify, I got a check here for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. I got you no. Know, I got I got. You don't testify. What the hell? You know. I got. I got. Hey pal. Hey pal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's figure yes. this out for a second, right? Would it okay. be true? And I'm all worried. Isn't it true? By Trump, prospectively tampering with witnesses by vowing to pardon those involved in the riots, hmm. if he was elected president in 2024, could yeah. those comments be interpreted as witness tampering? Yes, that's a possibility. Yeah. Hmm. Food for thought, Andy. Food for right. thought. So, so I'm up there, I'm speaking to a crowd, smaller crowd, thank God, but a crowd of a ton of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, at a big rally, and I'm, I'm, I'm embracing the lie of the conspiracy. I won the election. Jesus it's fucking quick. It's fucking nuts. Anyway, keep up, Brett. so happy to We go to Reagan Radio, it's something we can't do anymore. Anyway, um, <laughs> the, uh, the, um, but him getting up at the podium and insinuating that if he were elected and Marshall President wins in 2024, those yeah. people will be pardoned. And anybody right. who was on my side, anybody who thinks that this was not an insurrection, I didn't I had nothing to do with those people going to a capital. I, I had nothing to do with it. The fact that Giuliani got up there and said trial by combat 
the fact that I said we're going to march to the Capitol, blah, 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 the fact that I didn't do anything for over two hours while this was going on, even though my daughter and other uh, aides and advisors told me during this thing, I should got to get out there and stop this thing. If anybody could stop it, it would stop, but he didn't. Yeah. He he did all of that happen. And now he says anybody who had anything to do with that who's being prosecuted or in jail, you'll get a pardon if I'm elected president. Yeah. Well, if I'm, if I'm in jail or if I'm a pro-Trumpy or even think it was a pro-Trumpy, thinking, you know, and, and I disagree. I don't think that anybody should be prosecuted for this. Holy crap. Beating people with American flags, carrying Trump things, carrying Confederate flags into the Capitol, contaminating the walls with feces and piss. <laughs> <laughs> Five people died? Yes. Oh, Trump had nothing to do with this bullshit. Uh, no words. Not. No words. No words. I know. No words. No, no. Anyway. I know. But it's surreal, though, isn't it? If we look back on the events that's, that's taken place up until this mm-hmm. point, it's been one great big trip. We had Trump. We had COVID. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know what was worse, to be honest. <laughs> Sorry, Trump, Trump fans, you know. Uh, just, just my opinion. But you're welcome to love the guy, you know. I, I, I'm sure. I mean, how many people do we love, like celebrities, and everybody's like, oh, I can't take to that person. Oh, no, he's a bad actor. Oh, blah, blah, blah. We all have different ideas and tastes and all that kind of thing, and it's okay to, to live that way. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, I guess when it could, yeah. No, 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 I'm sorry. No, I was just going to uh, say, I, I guess I, when I, it comes I, to the leader of our country, then we've got to be a little bit more savvy. <laughs> you know, um, yes, yes. I still can't believe, uh, you know, this, this whole Trump thing. I can't believe he's still going on the country uh, giving speeches and rallies and now he's Save America, blah, blah, blah. And, and Biden's having a tough time right now. I mean, I, I like Biden's hard. I like what he is. I do think that if we, you know, infrastructure uh, will bring us up to speed to where we should be and should have been going for years, it'll create millions of jobs, millions of revenue in the withholding taxes on those jobs that are being created for the government and everything yeah. about it on all. And I, I don't know everything in detail, but I should say most of the things that I've read that go back better on all in favor of and many people obviously and, and Mitch McConnell and the, you know, oh, you're trillions of dollars in debt. Well, Russell went behind the times and we can do something to improve the lives of Americans and people here and, and put things on a, on a, on a you know, fair playing field that should have been attempted to go to for years. Um, anyway, going back better, I think it's, 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 a, it's a great thing. No matter what form it passes, I hope it does so we get through this and we pass it. But anyway... Um, well, I was going to reply to that, but oh, what the hell, let's move on to something else. Jeff Zuckerman... What's that other thing? What is what's that other thing? Zuckerman's the head of uh, Facebook, right? I'm not thinking. Yeah. What, yeah, what's yeah. What's his name? Ron Zucker. Not Zuckerman. Zucker. Mark, Zucker. Mark Zuckerberg. Okay, I'm thinking of Jeff Zucker. Mark Zuckerberg, okay. Jeff Zucker. What the <laughs> fuck? I mean, what the heck? Yeah. What? <laughs> um, the head of CNN, the chief of CNN, had to resign over a contentious relationship with the TV tenant within the organization. Oh, really? Yeah. And you know what I feel about this? You know, his oh, announcement Andy. came less than a couple of months. Remember when, the, I don't know if you knew, prime, prime anchor, oh, I like this guy, Chris Cuomo. 
was, was let go for improperly advising his brother, who was then your governor, Andrew Cuomo, about how to address the sexual misconduct allegations. And now the head of CNN had to resign because of uh, his uh, consensual relationship with a cop. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Here's yeah. what I feel about that. Here's, you never wonder why. You know, years ago, years ago, hmm. and you know, you were able, once you go into an office and have consensual flirtation, there was fun, laughs, when you both know it's fun, back and forth, you know, whatever. Maybe that's, I'm sure it still happens in offices where two people get to know each other. You know, quite like we do in the show, kind of, you know, we go back and forth. You know, we're, we're you know, we have a lot of fun. I mean, it's a yeah. whole lot of fun. Um, the, uh, but I'm serious about the fun. So anyway, uh, <laughs> the, the, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, it just seems to me that you it's not years ago you were able to just have fun and even if relationships became relationships to whatever degree however they proceeded sexual consensual sexual whatever you know and if people lose their jobs and get fired resign I mean are we are we becoming too and I don't mean this to any way, slight women's or women's rights, because as you know, I, I, if I could, I'd be the head of now, if they allowed a male head of, of the National Organization for Women, I, I'd join that organization. That's how much I am pro women's rights, women's rights to choose, all things women, I'm all for it. I love women. No, no, I'm all for it. Uh, but um, the, um, I'm just wondering if it's become too, if we, if we, if we become too sensitive to that, especially when a relationship is consensual, right? And let's, yeah. let's say, let's say a head or, or of a business or somebody of, of a leadership position, or maybe not a leadership position, uh, yeah. has an affair, a consensual affair with a member of the workplace. And some workplaces don't permit it. I mean, when you get the job, uh, here are our rules and regs. You may not have a relationship. And I don't even know what that's legal or not. Anyway, I don't know what to that, but uh, <laughs> Have, you know, how cool they dictate what I do outside of my office is for you want to do something, whatever it is. It's not your, you know, we're, we're on our time now. Anyway, um, I don't know, that's a whole other conversation, I guess. But if two people have a relationship, and I'm just putting this up for question, I don't know the answer. Okay, um, so two people have a relationship, yes. In the business, and even one oh, or both, yes. it's determined that they're both married or whatever. They that happens, and they, they, they know this going into it. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, I don't believe in the word sin, but they're violating an ethical standard for sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, and that's a decision that they choose to make, and they make whatever the consequences yeah. are. They are in the personal life. Yeah. Yeah. Do they be fired from the job because of it? Well, they can, can't they? I mean, but is it, is it right for them? And I don't know the answer. Again, I'm, I'm not sitting here saying yes or no, maybe so. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just putting out the question. I, I don't well, know. yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's a possibility. I mean, um, mm. at a company I used to work at, you could, I guess, mm-hmm. there was um, this woman there who was uh, like head of department and um, she tried to have a relationship with somebody who was her um, like underworker, basically. And you know, on that department, and tried to have a relationship with them, and was warned that you know she could lose her job if the other person took it the wrong way, 
um, and, you know, could have her fired. I was like, wow. Okay. I went to a number of women's groups and said, can you help us find folks? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not, it's not the best example, but yeah. <laughs> that was a good clip. That was a good clip. <laughs> oh, and um, talking of um, uh, failing uh, leaders, Boris Johnson. Oh, yeah, I want to hear. Boris Pedernoff. Bad, bad, yeah, something about Boris Pedernoff. Yeah, bad, bad enough. Um, yeah, he's still, like, having a lot of pressure from uh, the MPs. So, you know, you asked me the question, can he be kicked out of government? The answer yeah. is yes, okay? He can so, be. He can. Wow. Yeah, wow. he can be. So, if he has 54 votes from MPs, which stands for Members of Parliament, um, which is a confidence vote. So if they've lost confidence in our uh, leader, they can vote to have him fired, you know, and it would take a 180 votes to be uh, to have um, permanent removal. So, you know, a, a kind of um, definitive decision to be removed. So 54 can cause a lot of ripples, um, but 180 is the maximum to have his ensured removal. So there we go. There we have it. Now, d d does that happen in the US too? Can can the public or uh, members of government of, do that? Through the process of impeachment, Donald Trump was impeached twice. But yeah, Senate, yeah, yeah. Uh, did, 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 so he was impeached. You can't say no. He wasn't because he wasn't. Yeah. The Senate decided, and even after the insurrection, that's all we talked about yeah. at the time. We, uh, there was so much evidence that he was behind this thing. They didn't exclude the job for something the case the Democrats did at the Senate, but the Senate vote still, obviously, uh, even after he was out of office. Um, yeah. It, it would have said he can never run again. That's what the, what the punishment would have been. And uh, can, a, can a, uh, uh, a president be uh, impeached and then found guilty or not guilty by the Senate after leaving office? The answer to that is yes from the legal standpoint, although some debated that. The answer is yes, it can be. And the Senate uh, decided that um, there was an, you know, no, uh, no, that, that. But, but this President Donald Trump wasn't impeached twice. Some people say because he wasn't kicked out or uh, prohibited from running again that, that he wasn't impeached, that it was overturned by the Senate, but that's not the case. He's the only president in history. Yeah. yeah. Um, that he actually was impeached twice, that is on his record for the remainder of history of the human race. It'll never go away. You know. No. That fellow Republicans, speaking of us, Republicans, yeah. Republicans, lawmakers, donated more than $380,000 last year to the campaigns of eight colleagues who Donald Trump is trying to drive from office, which means wow. that they're trying to prioritize the goal of regaining control of Congress over the former president's desire for vengeance. In other words, they're trying to get the Republican Party back. Right. And not make it a party of Trump. But a GOP to which it once was. You know, I'll tell you, hallelujah to those to those Republicans, you know, doing that. Yes. We, we got to get off this damn conversation. Trump's got to be indicted, judges put away, or some whatever punishment he gets and deserves. Yeah. And, and we got to move on as a country. We have to. You know, we got to. He needs to show up at a rally and have seven people sitting there. You know, that's what we need to have done. Or, or yeah. have a rally from behind Mars via via Zoom or whatever. <laughs> He'll be done a prison uniform. <laughs> yeah. uh, pardon for everybody. Pardon, pardon, pardon. <laughs> uh, 
God. Our number here, which we never gave out the whole show, is 515-605-988. We only have a few minutes left in this program, but for future programs, that is how you join the Andy Mander Show. Go to our website, andymandershow.com or .net, and we have, uh, we have her uh, 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 Facebook, a uh, look, or book. Facebook, we have uh, <laughs> TikTok, we got Instamatic, we got uh, Twitter uh, painted. <laughs> what we got? Face painting, face painting. Face painting. Basically, we're all over social media, is what I'm just trying to say. <laughs> well, well, if you Google Andy and Amanda Show, just Google that. We go, if you ask Alexa to play the Andy Amanda Show, if you ask Google, if you have the home uh, those things. Say Google Alexa. I've been on a speech a lot. It'll go up here. Um, <laughs> play the, play the Andy Mander show. It will. If you're in your car, if you're in your Tesla, if you're in your, if you get the Android car or or, or iPhone, what's it called? iOS, uh, Apple Play, the car, uh, and tell yeah. it to play the Andy Mander show. We will. You will hear our voices in your car. And, yeah. and our shows are. Uh, we have a lot of fun, folks. And there's over 300 some odd episodes. I'm not going to empty the bag and listen to them all. But I must say, this is such a blast. And sometimes we just laugh so much on the show that we, we do. take that from us. <laughs> and, 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 and even after the show, we still we, we laugh a lot, too, which is really great. Yeah. But, uh, we try not to take ourselves too seriously here when we comment on things and do commentary on things. We're always, we always let people call in, whether we agree with this or not. Uh, yeah. Doesn't even take your call. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Of course, we'll take your call. <laughs> just, if you disagree with this, just back this up with facts and truth and stats and things that we can look into and verify uh, repeatedly, repeat, reproducibly what you're saying to be true. And we'll entertain you all day long. Um, if not, don't bother to call us. You know, express your opinion. Now, your opinion we always yeah. want, but don't start reciting facts that aren't true. You know, I'd love yeah. to hear your opinion. Of course, let's have fun with that. Let's have fun, you know, exchanging yeah. ideas, comparing, contrasting different philosophies, different ideologies, different political, you know, feel as to where we might go as a country and lay out a potential scenario. If we went this way, here's what might happen. If we went this way, here's what the future could look like. Let's dive into it, talk about it, exchanging ideas, and so on. You know, even philosophical matter. I love that. You know, I love engaging in conversation. But but don't call us and and recite the facts and lies that aren't true because we'll have, we will have up and we will. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, and we've done. You know. Yeah. yeah. So and we'll continue to do it. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but we wow. love we love having people on the show. And and, and we also um, have had such great guests. You know, oh, but I don't know if I told you this. I think I may have sent you a text. Uh, I met a physician via TikTok actually who mm-hmm. runs a stream. He's a very prominent cardiologist, and he's going to begin coming on our show later this month and, and talk about uh, health and cardiovascular care and heart care and, and a lot of different things. He's going to bring a ton of TikTok fans with him, and uh, we're going to have oh. like, a health corner in the show. We have, a, we have a lot of stuff happening in the show. That's going to happen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You did that make me aware so of it. Fun. You did. Yeah, yeah. I did. Okay, yeah, we're going to, we're going to program that in. Uh, we're going to do so. We have a lot of more exciting guests coming on the show. Uh, some yeah. more music we're going to play on the show. Uh, we want you to join the show at show at gmail.com. And, uh, and welcome Amanda Love to, uh, to uh, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> we got just over 30 seconds left, my darling. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> well. You know, um, you know, okay, I guess we got to go uh, in 30 seconds. So uh, we can't save lives. So well, go ahead. I don't know how you're going to sign us off now. Oh. Oh, well, I'll think of something creative. Uh, uh, we were talking about what was going on there, but also what was going on in the world. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. much. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I sign us off? Yes, all yours. Okay, all right. So on behalf of uh, Andy Kimball of California Hollywood, myself Amanda Love here in Monterey, Mexico, baby. Yes. Uh, thank you for joining us and join us again on Friday. It's going to be an amazing show. We look forward to hanging out with you and uh, stay blessed and keep smiling, okay? We love you. You bet. Folks. Stay well, be safe. We'll see you Friday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>